with Russia to 474. Number injured, 861. More than 2 million Ukrainians have now fled the country, including this woman from Mariupol. It seemed to me like hell. Constant shilling above you. At the same time, no electricity, no uh, connection, no uh, network no heat and no water. Among the dead, 21 people, including two children in Sumy, where Russian forces attacked last night. But Ukrainian counterattacks may be slowing Russia's advance. Correspondent Vicki Barker is at the foreign desk. While Russian shells hit civilian targets, the Ukrainians are hitting their Russian invaders. It's now day 13. Russia is not getting what it wants. British Defense Secretary Ben Wallace. That armored column is still stuck north of Kiev. In fact, the Ukrainians are counterattacking. And thousands of anti tank and other lethal weapons are pouring into Ukraine. They may not ultimately defeat one of the world's biggest standing armies, but the Ukrainians will make every inch of their soil very expensive. In Winter Park, Florida, hundreds of high school students staged a walkout to protest a bill that would censor discussions about sexual orientation and gender identity in schools. State senators could vote as soon as today on legislation critics have dubbed the Don't Say Gay Bill. Teachers in Minneapolis walked off their jobs this morning. Union President Greta Callahan. We're here to say that we are going on strike for the safe and stable schools that our students deserve. Teachers are asking for smaller classes and higher wages. A country music star seems to be back in Nashville's Good Graces. Morgan Wallen made his first appearance at an awards show, last night's ACM Awards, since the scandal over his use of the N-word. I have to address my fans personally and directly. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wallen accepted Best Album of the Year for Dangerous. S&P Futures up seven. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. And now a message from Pups Tissues. It's that time of year when spring's in full swing and explosions of life make allergies really zing. Each sniffle and swipe can be a moment of dread as ordinary tissues make noses angry and red. So keep puffs by your side to soften all your blows with air puffed magic. They'll cushion your nose. Especially during allergy season, a nose in need deserves puffs indeed. How do you make the most of your mow? Tony and Melissa do it on a John Deere Z530M Z-Track mower. Jump out of the house, a cup of coffee, and I'm at work. You're riding around, it's like going on a go-kart. And for Rodney, he uses his John Deere X350 lawn tractor to turn his yard into... A happy place. It's a great place to do Tai Chi. I work on my mind, body, and well-being. There are millions of ways to make the most of your mow. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deer.com. Nothing runs like a deer. Edward Scissorhands fan, here's the house for you. If you're a Tim Burton fan, you'll likely recognize this home based on its hedges alone. It appeared in Edward Scissorhands in 1990, and it's now up for sale near Tampa. The home, which also serves as a sort of museum to the movie now, is listed for about $700,000. It's got three bedrooms, two bathrooms, and comes with a huge collection of Edward Scissorhands memorabilia, including props, autographed photos, and a life-size replica of Johnny Depp's character. The owners say they won't sell it to anyone who won't keep it all intact. Monica Ricks, CBS News. 
If you're hoping to buy a Volkswagen hybrid, you might want to put it off for a while. The German car makers stopped taking orders for Golfs, Tiguans, Passats, and other models because of chip shortages and supply chain troubles related to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Company says it might not be able to fulfill deliveries for orders already placed. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. You can unlock more cash than you realize from your home's equity with a cash-out refinance today. In the last year, average home values have gone up nearly 20%. And with Rocket Mortgage, you can unlock thousands in less than three weeks. But you've got to act right now before rates go up. So when you're looking to unlock the cash in your home, Rocket can. Call 8338-ROCKET today or go to rocketmortgage.com to get started. Rocket. Rates current as a 12-12-21. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS consumer access. Over 3030. Call 800-490-1233 for disclosures and cost information. Millions of people use Zoom Phone, the innovative and feature-rich cloud phone system for businesses of any size. Zoom Phone is simple to use, whether you're on a mobile device, desktop, laptop, or desk phone. And because every call is important to your business, Zoom Phone was built with reliability in mind, using geographic redundancy to keep your communications online. Empower your workforce with Zoom Phone. Visit zoom.com slash phone system. Zoom, how the world connects. Don't leave money on the table. FAFSA could help the journey to college be less of a financial burden. We also help with filling out FAFSA, so it's less stressful for you. Visit itsforyou.org to use free resources to get free federal student financial aid for college. Visit itsforyou.org to learn more. Sponsored by the Ohio Department of Higher Education. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Fentanyl is now the leading cause of death for Americans 18 to 45 years old. Fentanyl is being mixed illegally with drugs like counterfeit painkillers, heroin, cocaine, and methamphetamine. You cannot see, taste, or smell fentanyl, but there is something you can do to protect others. Naloxone is an FDA-approved medication that works to reverse an opioid overdose, including fentanyl overdose. Learn where to receive free training in naloxone at www.healtogetheroh.org forward slash Athens. Daily reports of the stock market's close. Tune in at 5.30 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The stock market report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies stock market report airs exclusively in Athens County on 970 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent Taco John's changed the chicken game with our fried chicken taco. Now, taste our greatest chicken ovation yet. Behold, new fried chicken tenders. Crispy, all-white meat chicken redesigned without the tortilla for a sleeker feasting experience. Optimized with powerful sauces to achieve maximum yum per dip by the 5, 10, or 20 pack. Upgrade to our newest menu item today. Fried chicken tenders from Taco John's. Bigger, bolder, better. Download our app for exclusive deals. Athens County cares about you. I'm Micah. Join me Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 on Classic Hits 970 AM and 971 FM WATH. 
for discussions about essential information for seniors, such as nutrition, caregiving, mental health, Medicare, and all other relevant topics for seniors in Athens County and the surrounding areas. Athens County Cares, a project of United Seniors of Athens County, Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 a.m. on WATH. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. I-N-E-P-T, inept tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. Hi, Neil, you're on the end. Shorty, you're right here in the front. Half pint, you're right next to Shorty. Coach Turf. Wait a minute, I ain't got time for that. All right, Sam and William Mike, I want all y'all together in the second row. Y'all give them up here on the step. Uh, Coach. I'm going to be on the end in the second row. Coach, if we could get you over here just a minute. You know, I know... We still need to do our daily uh, radio show, and we're broadcasting from Flushing, the side of the all right. I'm ready. Side of the toilet bowl game this week, and uh, it looks like you're lining everything up for a picture or something. Here. Well, that's right. We're going to take a team picture. You know, we want everything a souvenir for all the mamas and daddies and the grandmamas and the granddaddies for everybody what come to the bowl game. And we got our ace photographer Flash Finley going to take a picture here, and uh, we need to get you. We saved you a spot in the top row on the end. I wonder if we could. Uh, could handle all of this while we're doing our program, or do we need to uh, call a halt to the picture-taking activities for just a few minutes? Well, I'm, I'm here on the end on the second row. You're up here on the end in the third row. We can do our program right here while everybody's getting their uniforms and shoulder pads all straightened out, pointed in the right direction, have our legs crossed all same right over left like everybody else, and we'll get Flash to take this picture during a commercial coming up here in just a little bit. Well, we can go ahead and take a commercial break and then come back and finish the program after the picture if you'd like to do it that Why way. Why don't we do that? Let's take a commercial break. We'll be back with Coach Turf from Flushing right after we pause for this message. Jeez. <laughs> and from Flushing. <laughs> I didn't realize they were in Flushing. Makes sense with the toilet bowl, right? Well, of course. From, from Flushing. Uh, the Art Turf Show is proudly sponsored by Fruits, Nuts, Marbles, and Coconuts. Marbles? Marbles. Remember Art Turf lost his marbles a oh, few oh, weeks oh, ago? Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. And we're back in Flushing with Coach Art Turf and his inept tech football team. The picture-taking session coach has just broken up. I guess we've got that uh, behind us now, and you know, with... Everything that's happening in connection with the ball game, it's a wonder we can keep up with all of these activities and appointments where we're supposed to be. Well, that's right. You know, we got uh, press luncheons we're supposed to go to. We got parties. We got banquets. We got press conferences. We're supposed to be in lots of different places, all different kinds of days. And that's what this fine newsletter is for. You know, they got a real fine newsletter here at the Toilet Bowl. They call it the toilet paper and lists all the times, all the appointments, where you're supposed to go, how you're supposed to dress, tells you everything you need to know. And uh, what makes it that much more unusual is you don't have to read every page. You can just kind of rip off what you want to read. Coach, I see here in the toilet paper that we uh, do have band practice scheduled for later on this afternoon. I was wondering if the Marching Oyster Band made the trip. 
Well, that's right, you know, they left from back home, 200 strong, marching clean up here. It was an idea of our band director, Squeak Showalter, that since how the fans hadn't heard a whole lot from our band this year and they hadn't had a whole lot of practice, including no marching practice at all, it'd be a good idea for the band to march all the way from back home to up here. That way they'd be ready when they got here. Well, Coach, did they all make the trip in good shape? Well, that's right. Thanks to our drummer, Snare Stevenson. You know, he's that drummer with a different beat that they was all marching to. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Well, it's, it's well past football season, but the show is entertaining. Good morning, folks. It's a Tuesday. The eighth day of March. We're showing 35 degrees here on Columbus Road. We're supposed to climb up another 10 degrees to top out at 45 today. And mostly cloudy throughout the day. It is that time of year when whatever it is, it is, right? And um, (laughs) just keep it simple. Anyway, today, March 8th, as I said, and uh, let's see here, Scott. Today is International Women's Day. Yes, it is. That's a pretty big deal. Sure is. I assume there are events that um, call that to everyone's attention throughout the day and in all communities. International Women's Day. And see, it's also National Peanut Cluster Day, National Proofreading Day, and National Oregon Day. And you skipped right over National Peanut Cluster Day without a mm-mm. Yeah, well, I do like them. Yeah, me too. I can't imagine too many that wouldn't. Um... Let's see, on this day in history, March 8th it is. In 1531, Henry the Eighth, the Eighth I am. Isn't that how it goes? That's it, yes, exactly. Recognized, how it goes. recognized as Supreme Head of Church of, uh, in England by the Convocation of Canterbury. In 1817, on this date, the New York Stock Exchange is founded. Wow. 1867, the British North American Act is passed in the House of Commons and serves as Canada's constitution for more than 100 years. 
1917 on this date, Russian February Revolution begins in earnest with protests celebrating International Women's Day and riots in St. Petersburg over food rations and conduct of the war. Okay, now, wait a minute here. This That's bothering me just a little bit. So this is 1917. Russian February Revolution begins in earnest with protests celebrating International Women's Day. Well, that's not very good, is it? Well, it doesn't sound like it. If Hmm. they're protesting. But Um, well that was then and today is today. Nineteen forty eight the US Supreme Court rules in McCullum versus the Board of Education that religious instruction in public schools is unconstitutional. Nineteen seventy three the provisional Irish Republican Army undertakes its first operation in Great Britain, planting four car bombs in London. Ten members of the PIRA are arrested at Heathrow Airport while trying to leave the country. In 2014, Malaysia Airlines Flight MH370 with 239 people aboard, loses contact and disappears. And in so doing, prompting the most expensive search effort in history and one of the most enduring aviation mysteries. Well, they don't really go on to give us a It's an open-ended story. So let's look it up a little bit. Malaysia Airlines Flight MH370. Wasn't that the one that disappeared? Well, yeah, but I mean... I mean, that they have never found... Well, that's what I'm getting at. Is that true? Yeah, they've only found uh, parts of the plane washing up on the beach of various small islands. So I think you know right now they've it's still missing. Think, yeah, I don't think they've ever found the uh, the uh, orange box, so they call yeah the flight recorder mm-hmm. data. Uh, several pe- it says several pieces of marine debris was found on the coast of Africa and on the Indian Ocean islands off the coast of Africa. Uh, first discovered on July 29, twenty fifteen, hmm. on reunion. Uh, they have all been confirmed as pieces of Flight 370. However, the bulk of the aircraft has never been located, prompting many theories about its disappearance, where it abruptly changed flight path on hmm. its destination. Okay. No one knows why it changed. There were, you know, there's no flight recorder data. Um, no communications with flight towers. Very weird. Yeah. 
And hence the fact that nothing has been found since, or uh, very little. Yeah, apparently so. Even weirder. Yep. Well, it's uh, according to they, they keep going on after ruling out bad weather. The, the, again, the operative words here, ruling out, because they have no data. Uh, they ruled out bad weather, pilot error, mechanical failure, or onboard fire or explosion. They concluded that the crash was caused by the detonation of a warhead from a radar-guided missile. Oh. Fired from a uh, SA-11, which is SA surface-to-air missile that was more than capable of uh, reaching the cruising altitude of that flight. Do they make any speculation as to what nation fired that missile? They do not. Okay. Well... Fair enough. Famous birthdays. Let's see here. Okay, Anne, and it might be Annie, I'm not sure. Bonnie, B-O-N-N-Y. This is back some years. Um, 1702, she was born on this date. She died in... I'm sorry, 1702. She died in 1782. And I swear this is not a photograph. It's sort of an art drawing, but I think she's bare-breasted. <laughs> night. Well. Is that what you noticed about the photo? <laughs> Well, it's not something I'm accustomed to seeing well, here in this room. <laughs> um, oh my! Well, here. No, I. Mm-mm. You, you're. I believe you. No, I want your impression. Um, no. What do you mean, no? Well, no. It it doesn't appear that way. It looks like maybe like the old. What's it called? A petticoat. They used to wear back in the day. No. One well, that tied a, a, up in the any front. way, who is Annie? Annie Bonnie. Yeah. Yes. Continuing on here. Please. Uh, yes. My fault. Um, that is is today International Women's Day. Is oh. that what we said? It's um. National. International yes, Women's Day. Yes, okay. correct. Well, with that, on International Women's Day, and Bonnie, sometimes known as <laughs> the same name, okay, <laughs> was an Irish pirate operating in the Caribbean and one of a few female pirates in recorded history. How about that for diversity? What little that is known of her life comes largely from Captain Charles Johnson's A General History of the Pirates. Aye, 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 matey. And you don't think that picture looks like she has nothing on top? Uh, no. I mean, the, the thing's drooping, see? Okay. Well, anyway. Well, you can analyze it further. I'm... I'll, p- I'll pass. <laughs> I defer to you, the expert. Okay. <laughs> the Duke of Dave. 
The uh, next famous birthday, also a woman, Claire Trevor. She was born in 1910, died in 2000. Um, Showbizer, I think. She was an American actress. She appeared in 68 feature films. Wow. From 1933 to 1982, winning the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for her role in Key Largo and received nominations for her roles in The High and Mighty and Dead End. Trevor topped billing ahead of John Wayne for Stagecoach. You know, recently... Born to Kill and Murder, my sweet. Recently, some of the TV channels that feature older films have been showing a whole series of those that have won awards, right? Because we're coming up to that announcement of the new ones this year, right? Yes. And it has been kind of fun to watch some of these older films. All right. Well, anyway, now this next one, I, I'm, I will have trouble pronouncing the name. I'm sorry. Juvenile, so J-U-V-E-N-A-L is the first name. Habiarimana, H-A-B-Y-A-R-I-M-A-N-A. Now, he was born in 1937 on this date of March uh, 8th, right? Juvenile Habyarimana was a Rwandan politician and military officer who served as the second president of Rwanda from 1973 until 1994. He was nicknamed Kinani, the word meaning invincible. Okay, the last birthday we have to mention is uh, someone who's still living, James Vanderbeek. Um, 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 an actor, I believe. I recognize his face. Celebrating his 45th birthday. James Vanderbeek is an American actor best known for his portrayal of Dawson Leary in the WB series Dawson's Creek and Johnny Mox Moxon in Varsity Blues. He also appeared in don't trust the bee in apartment and the rules of attraction. Don't trust the bee in apartment twenty-three, and the rules of attraction. Two famous, famous deaths to report. Just the mere title of the first guy pretty much paints a picture for him. He's simply known as Bill the Butcher. 1821, his uh, birth, he died on this date in 1855. Bill the Butcher. William Poole, also known as Bill the Butcher, was the leader of the Washington Street Gang, which later became known as the Bowery Boys Gang. He was a local leader of the Know Nothing political movement in mid-19th century New York City. 
you added some of those other nicknames and so on, and then I became more familiar with them. Then William Howard Taft, born in 1857, died on this date in 1930. Of course, we know him as the 27th president of the United States and 10th chief justice of the United States, the only person to have held both offices, and he was born in Cincinnati, Ohio. Ohio. Yesterday afternoon, I don't know what time it was, it seems like maybe 3 o'clock, we had the most amazing um I don't even know what to call it. It was a real blow-through storm right here at the radio station. I mean, the car, I, I mean, using my wife's car this week while mine's being repaired. The car was covered in all sorts of seeds and things that had blown off trees because the wind was so spectacular and rain amongst it as well i i've been here a long time i don't recall an event quite like that now it only lasted a few minutes but boy that was a blow yes it was all right, let's see here. Rain, wind. Yes, the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Hey, speaking of situations, when I saw the information about William Howard Taft, uh-huh. okay, there, there was a, there's a category here that says people also ask, and then it has questions listed. Here, here's one that just popped up. Which president got stuck in a bathtub? Well, he was heavyweight. He was a little uh, portly, yes. Well, it goes on to say, President William Howard Taft. I was guessing. And it says Abraham Lincoln saved the Union, and President William Howard Taft got stuck in a bathtub, then got unstuck. And this is his story. President Taft says, Although there's considerably more naked flesh on display than in the average picture book, there's no denying the riveting spectacle of Taft's struggle. <laughs> okay. I don't know why they felt like adding that in there. But yeah, it's a little odd. Then the next question, what was his President Taft's biggest accomplishment? Yeah. And getting out of the tub was one. Yeah. You wouldn't want to. President's stuck in the bathtub the rest of his life. Well, uh, likely not. No. Um, got breakfast in bed. At ten forty-five breakfast this morning. In the tub. Um, ten forty-five. So about an hour and uh, fifteen, fourteen minutes from now, our president, President Biden, will announce actions to continue to hold Russia accountable for its unprovoked and unjustified war on Ukraine. Um, uh, 
That's um, we could air that live, but uh, I think what we'll do is we'll just uh, wait until the uh, ten, the eleven o'clock news, and uh, carry the highlights. Um, you know, and then let me mention one more thing. We are a CBS radio affiliate. Uh, CBS holds us in, um, how do I want to put it? Uh, they think a lot of us. High regard. There you go. <clears throat> um, when I first came to, um, to town, uh, this station had no network affiliation. Back then, there was the Mutual Radio Network. And my dad uh, spoke to some of his friends, and in no time, we were a mutual affiliate. Then, down the road, um, as Mutual became, how do I want to put it? not as highly regarded as some other networks. I'll say it like that. And in fact, it doesn't exist anymore. I managed to secure an NBC affiliation. Now, NBC had two radio stations in the state of Ohio, one in Cleveland and one in Cincinnati. So for little old Athens to be an NBC affiliate was quite a compliment, okay? Now, as things do happen, though, the, over the years, networks change. And I'm not saying NBC is less than they used to be, but um, I would say at this point in time, CBS is the most picky. They are the most cautious about who they add. And... Um, at this point in time, they offer the, the top services. Now, why did I start this? Well, anyway, um, many of you do like the entertainment that we offer. Scott's continuation of his father's big band sounds and all of that each morning. Yes, Sentimental Journey. And, um... Lots of people enjoy that. Yes. And I'm glad. So, so there's... We're, we're a little bit reluctant to break away for these various different um, news conferences, press conferences, what have you. Obviously, if there had been a presidential... Um, assassination attempt or something like that we would go solidly to something like that 
Um, it just depends on the item, and we don't always make the best choice. We, we sometimes miss it, but we try real hard to bring you what's extra important. But at 11 o'clock, at least, when we have our normal CBS newscast, uh, they'll certainly have uh, some remarks uh, about what happened at 1045, 15 minutes beforehand. And I think that'll be satisfactory. Okay. Did you happen to hear CBS News at 9? No, sir. Or do you have any highlights there in front of you about what he's going to talk about? Only that they intend to continue to hold Russia accountable for its unprovoked and unjustified war on the Ukraine. And they are apparently, according to CBS News, going to stop importing Russian oh, oil. Yeah, that that I heard at 8 o'clock. Okay. Um, it was an update there. So yeah. with that, I mean, gas prices were high before all this stuff started. I see across the street it's $4. Yep. And it's, it's going to get worse, mm-hmm. folks. Yep. So... Uh, Hold on to your hat, your seat, whatever you need to hold on to because uh, it's it's going to spike again until something is done. A lot of congressmen, uh, senators, bipartisan on both sides of the aisle calling for uh, increasing production of our own domestic mm-hmm. oil and uh, gas and asking the president to rescind some of his executive orders that uh, have hurt the domestic oil production or not hurt but uh, kept it limited where it is so uh, they're asking the president to try to uh, compromise on some of the economic or ecological factors that that may come with that well, we are expecting a third round of ceasefire talks in the Ukraine today. Talk is cheap, but we'll see if it can come to pass. Uh, there's also a high-profile trial up in Michigan. Lots of things going on. Russia has issued its most concrete set of demands for ending its war in Ukraine. They did so yesterday. A list that came ahead of a third round of talks between both sides. Among among the things, uh, conditions included Ukraine's recognition of Russian claims over the Crimean Peninsula. That's one thing. Another, the independence of pro-Russian separatist regions in the East. Another, a constitutional guarantee of Ukrainian neutrality. For example, 
Ukraine not joining NATO. And there have been some other things, too. We do have a caller. I have more on this story, but we'll, we'll do the caller first. Let's see. Am I on the right button? I am not. Let's go over here. Oh, we lost him. Okay, I'm sorry. I just glanced over there and saw the light flashing, so um, I'll try to keep my eye tuned to it. We're also trying to, uh, we discussed yesterday, changing our phone system a little bit, in which case it'll be easier to do that, to have you folks on the air and have one right after another. We'll see if we can get that done. Okay, back to the story. Ukrainian officials have not responded to any of the demands. The talks came as Russian forces continued to shell major cities in the country, including the reported targeting of residential areas. Okay, now let's see if the phone works here. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Thank you for having this topic this morning. Um, and I don't get the opportunity to um, see as much news as you folks get to see, but um, I try to listen to your channel to get news. Has anyone in your studio at this time heard the Pope speak out against this behavior by the Russian um, leader? Well, let me tell you, we run five minutes, well, six minutes of news Every hour. I know you can't get everything on it, obviously. And I obviously, um, particularly at my age, like a nap once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone, my dear. You're not yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the point is I don't hear them all. Uh-huh. And um, Scott, do you have any knowledge of this one? Um, yeah, I've, I've heard the Pope speak out uh, a few times against what is happening, obviously. But, um, you know, they're, he's trying to deter Russian advancement and, uh, you know, what, what you would expect. Well, they have 95% think. or more, probably more, military in there. That's pretty much the entire Russian army. <laughs> and um, just, you know, we all wonder where this is going to go, and almost everybody I know knows somebody from the Ukraine. And uh, we actually have a homeowner a couple houses over that is a is from Ukraine renting the house. But uh, anyway, uh, you know that if you speak out in Russia, at least from what I'm seeing, uh, you get arrested. So there are people protesting and don't want this, and they don't feel they're being represented by Putin, but um, they don't really have a say there. And one other thing I wanted to ask, because you guys are talking about oil, what in the world is dirty oil? That's what we're getting from Russia, dirty oil, heavy oil. What's that used for, in our tanks or something else? Well. <laughs> I think you're experts on everything, so I'm asking Yeah, I, I believe anything that's so-called dirty can be cleaned up. So oh. it's unprocessed oil, maybe. Well, I think maybe they're talking about just the importation of oil from Russia, using that word quote, unquote, dirty? Uh, I don't think it's that because we there was some guy on your national news, uh, that thing at night, somebody had it on where I was, mm-hmm. and they were talking about dirty oil, 
and some guy from Texas who's been in the business, his, his family, they said over 100 years, that uh, we can get dirty oil, too, and we can get it from places that have human rights violations down there in, in, the, in the southern portion of, uh, of South America and um, from, from Venezuela, I believe it is. And then we would have to lift our concerns of their humanitarian, just pick you off if they don't like you <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. So a lot of dictators in the world, you know, and I thought that Russia, uh, I, at least they put this story out that Putin is a religious person. And part of this whole effort, they think there's also this discussion amongst people who over the last decade have dealt with him as, as a person representing America going over there, that they think there's some kind of mental illness going on. Well, who's in charge of Putin? Isn't there somebody in charge of Putin? Do they have like a vice president or who can control Putin, the, the, those oligarchs that are richer than rich? The answer is we don't know. The and answer, I, I suspect, is that yeah. in that manner of government, if you had, a, say, a vice president who um, disagreed with the president, uh, that guy wouldn't be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, just like that poor guy that and, they poisoned. And, and then threatening uh, may very well yeah. have his life cut short. Right. So... Yeah, and, and I know that you know some folks personally, you know, from probably both of these countries that that we <laughs> I we can't get involved with military because that's why we don't that's why we're we're not issuing a or taking part in a no fly zone because if they violated it, which they would, we'd be in World War Three, would we not? And then I, we're talking I, nuclear. I think so too. I, I don't know Putin what, has already warned against <laughs> NATO nations joining in to the uh, airspace issue to tell them don't even try it. Well, and now we've got. And by Finland. the same token, with the Russian sh- uh, uh, airships are not allowed to fly. Well, now we have Finland, which has been a uh, nation that took no part in anything, just like Switzerland. Now both nations are coming to America to ask us to help them to. Be part of this. I guess they, you know, if you're not part of NATO and and places like Finland, I never dreamed, and I know somebody in Finland, I never dreamed <laughs> that Finland was not part of this this whole uh, NATO group. I didn't know that, but you know, along that their border, I think. Let's see, I see the map in my mind. On the right side of their country, that's all Russia. So that's what they're fearful from, and I think mm-hmm. that this leader of Russia would like to not just take back. All of those broken away republics, they've already got Belarus and uh, rest, the rest of them and then even more. I mean, he's his, is he worse than Hitler? I don't know. All I know is we see dead children and these folks in Ukraine look just like everybody else. And the world is hopefully, you know, going to do something. I don't know what they can do. You feel powerless. I feel powerless. And everyone I know feels like, what can we do? And so I'm glad that you bring it up. I think I can feel over the wires here, David, that you are very distressed with this. You don't even have to tell us. I can feel it in your voice. You want to, what can we do? And um, 
I appreciate that. Well, that just what shows can we do? You know, you have a humanity side, and I'm well, glad it comes out on the radio. Well, thank I, you so much. I hope so. Yeah. Bye. Okay. We, thank you. We try. Um, you know, with, with the Putin is basically in charge and all charge. From the things I've seen and read, that uh, he is in, in charge of himself and nobody else is there to for checks and balances, you know, other than nothing more than a government overthrow or a revolution, something like that. And, you know, with the oil thing about stop stopping importing here, what he's going to do, and it happens a lot of times when these things uh, materialize, he's going to sell it somewhere else. Somebody else around the world will buy it. So, you know, you, you want to do the humanitarian thing because basically, you know, with us importing oil, we're funding the war. And, you know, but then we face issues here in our country with high gas prices, people trying to make a decision whether it's food, heating their homes, or buying gasoline. There's so there are all also, kinds of different sides to it. Uh, as you may have heard this morning on CBS News at the top of each hour, there is a, a great deal of movement toward doing away with gasoline tax, um, I'm sorry, taxes on gasoline. Mm-hmm. And I guess there's like somewhere between 18 and 25 cents per gallon taxation. And um, so that would make a difference, too. Let me go on just a bit with this, um, what I call the 1440 report this morning. So... Let's see here. Separately, U.S. lawmakers continue to debate banning Russian oil imports. The country accounts for 3% of annual U.S. crude oil imports, which translate to 8% when, they, when including refined products. So, you know, only only 3%. Anyway, European allies, which receive about half of Russian oil imports, have dismissed the idea thus far. The war has also begun to impact the resumption of Iran's nuclear neg- negotiations with Western countries seeking to unlock Iranian oil exports while Russia looks to block a deal absent guarantees in the Ukraine. Well, that's the latest. Um, South Koreans are casting ballots in an election. You should know more about that by, um, well, a few, maybe a day or so yet. What else?
else is in the news here? Ohio University has uh, turned to us here to ask us to broadcast the women's basketball um, tournament game. Tournament game. MAC tournament. They begin Wednesday at 11 a.m. Play number one seed Toledo. And And with a crazy tie-breaking system, that's in place now. I don't know how many different steps they had to go through to get the final seed in the tournament, to get into the tournament. Um, it was a bunch. We've told them, Ohio University, we're very pleased to air the show. We just got to figure out all the technical details, right? Which is very possible. Um, let's see here. Since we're on that, OU men's basketball plays Thursday night, right around um, 6.30 or so, depending on the length of the three games ahead of them. And should they win? And those games, of course, will be heard here. Yes, on Power 105. Should they win, they'll play uh, Friday night, right around same time, 6.30 depending on how long the game is before them and should they win Friday the finals the championship game will be Saturday night at 7:30 and it'll be shown on ESPN2 now the Friday night games are going to be on the CBS Sports Network the Thursday games only on ESPN plus okay let's let's just take a moment I think we have enough time to do this. For OU. What I'm getting at is it is amazing to me how many sports events our stations air. Okay? So, you got um, OU football and men's basketball. Then occasionally we have women's basketball. And I think we do a couple men's baseball. Occasionally. Okay. Now, we have the Reds. Go Reds. We have the Bengals. Go Joey. Go Bengals. Um, Blue Jackets. The Blue Jackets. Go Blue Jackets. Um, who else? We have Ohio State football. Well, yeah. <laughs> How did I miss it? And we have Ohio State men's basketball and women's basketball. Okay. We have... Now, let me just check. Okay. I know we do all the men's games. Yep. Do we do all the women's games? No, we do... As a select schedule. Yeah, we're contracted to do, I think, at least five. 
Okay. And then, of course, we did the tournament game as long as they were in the tournament. They are no longer in the tournament, though. Now, high school. We have high school sports. We've got. Beginning in the fall. Yep. And we got a bunch. Bunch. We do all the Athens County teams for the Athens County game of the week. We do Athens high school football. Yeah. And we do um, a sports talk daily. Mm-hmm. Sports s- fan. Six, which, by the way, we're not going to have tonight or tomorrow because this is spring break. Some of our employees are uh, students. And um, we just can put the combination together. Now, we have others that are jumping in, like, starting Wednesday. But um, anyway. We do a ton. Yep. We continue sports. on with high school basketball. Mm-hmm. Same thing, Athens County Game of the Week on Power 105 and the Athens High School Bulldogs on 970. And then we do the high school football playoff games for all Athens County teams. Yeah, and, folks, let me, as let, far me, as they go. let me just tell you something, kind of like the secret. Say... Um, Say we get to one of these sites, like a high school game or something, and they don't have, let's say, the necessary hookup that we need. Um, Well, we scramble around and we find a way to hook up. But uh, if there's any kind of delay or something... The phones go nuts here at the station. Where's that gang? You know? <laughs> and I don't blame them uh, yeah. at all. And we're embarrassed that we ran into a little bug out there that we're trying to deal with. Yeah, it's not always us. I mean, oh, yeah. we, we try to hook into the system they have, and sometimes it's not conducive. Mm-hmm to the modern updated equipment but the, that we have. the interest in these things is... Um, Tremendous. Yes. We do get lots of listeners for high school sports. And, you know, with the updated equipment, Chris and I were talking about this the other day, how clear it sounds Oh yeah. for the broadcasts now. I mean... Chris. Crystal. Krista. Oh, Krista. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about, you know, compared to lot of other you know stations you may listen to or have heard this this setup here with this QGO live system well that's one of them yeah it is crystal clear yeah. and we can do that um, from anywhere anywhere yeah it uh, uses a cell phone and then some other equipment too but it sounds like they're just in the studio yep well, it's fun to do these things for everybody, and we appreciate the support from the many advertisers who are gracious enough to bring these products to you. Because we can't just send people out. There's costs associated with that, and we can't. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H FM's. CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. 
I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Sources tell CBS News President Biden is bowing to growing calls to respond to the war in Ukraine by banning imports of Russian oil. He's scheduled to make the announcement later this hour. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. Though the White House has previously warned that this step would further raise gas prices and possibly boost Putin's profits, the decision to move forward comes amid increasing pressure from both Democrats and Republicans. U.S. reliance on Russian oil is slight, but it has increased in recent years, and it now represents about 10 percent of America's oil imports. The majority of the petroleum the U.S. takes in from other countries comes from Canada, and the Biden administration is now hoping to convince other producers to sell America more. Drivers like this man in Virginia are bracing. Stop importing oil from Russia and put the hurt on them. It's going to make inflation go up even higher, but uh, we've got to do what we've got to do. Gas prices in the U.S. have hit a record high of 4.15 for a gallon of regular. Ukrainian officials say counterattacks may be slowing Russia's advance there, but it doesn't come soon enough for the northeastern city of Sumy, where 21 people were killed. Correspondent Charlie Daggett. Emergency teams picked through the rubble of a another apartment building flattened by Russian airstrikes overnight in a harrowing search for survivors, finding instead lifeless bodies, families, a couple of children. The U.N. says the civilian death toll in Ukraine is up to 474. Two million people have left the country. Just in, police in Des Moines, Iowa, have charged six teenagers with murder in the shooting outside a high school yesterday that killed one teenager and critically injured two others. New study in the journal Nature looks at COVID infections and how they can cause changes in the brain. CBS's Vicki Barker in London. The British scientists found people who'd had even mild cases of COVID tended to score worse on mental skills tests than uninfected individuals. And scans showed a corresponding loss of brain tissue in areas associated with mental ability. More than 100,000 homes and businesses in the Northeast have no power after a line of strong storms tore through states from North Carolina to Cape Cod last night. This man in Cedar Grove, New Jersey, slept at a neighbor's when a tree fell on his home. All of a sudden, it sounded like a, a train went through, and the wind would howl, and then bada-boom, hit, hit the house. This is International Women's Day. Demonstrators in Bolivia calling for gender equality. The International Women's Day website asked people to post selfies with their arms crossed and include the hashtag break the bias. Dow down 33. This is CBS News. If cold winter calls have turned into warm spring leads, you need Indeed. The all-in-one platform to interview, screen, and hire quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Stop by Church's for the high-flying flavor combination of our Texas tenders and shrimp meal today. It's butterfly shrimp alongside made-from-scratch Texas tenders. Serve spicy or original for six bucks. Church's, welcome to the great state of flavor. Offer valid at participating locations. Would you like a cleaning product that can be used in the garage, the laundry, and the kitchen, and save space in your cabinet? Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green. To learn more, visit us at simplegreen.com. Simple Green. To demonstrate the power of Cricket Nationwide 5G, we brought in this monster truck. And to tell you Cricket 5G is available on every plan at no extra charge, we brought in this fleet of monster trucks. Now that's power! Get powerful Nationwide 5G on all plans at no extra charge! Plus a Cricket Dream 5G phone free when you switch! <laughs> Tastes like power, too. Smile, you're on Cricket.